Welcome to B2B Sales Trends, the podcast dedicated to sales leaders in the B2B space, where we share conversations about innovative and successful sales transformations to keep you up to date on the latest trends. This podcast is brought to you by Global Performance Group. Welcome yet to another fabulous episode of the B2B Sales Trends podcast. The show that brings you tips, tricks, hacks, thought leadership for sales, marketing, and customer success. It's brought to you by Global Performance Group, a revenue improvement boutique that implements behavior change to provide salespeople and customer success people the competence of the skills, the confidence, and the courage to sell and negotiate based on customer outcomes. My name is Harry Kentelbacher, and today I have with me Jonathan Adershack from IBM. Jonathan is the Chief Communication Officer and SVP of Marketing and Communications at, what I said, IBM. Welcome to the B2B Sales Trends Podcast, Jonathan. Harry, thanks for having me. I am thrilled to be with you uh, today. Looking forward to this conversation. Uh, thank you for making time. I know how busy you are. As a way of starting the interview, Jonathan, tell us a little bit about yourself, if you would, and how your path led you to becoming the CCO and CMO at IBM. Yeah, you know, I joined IBM in January of 2020, just before the world took a turn with COVID. Um, but I was fortunate to join the, an amazing company at that point. I joined as um, chief communications officer um, at that point. In January of 2022, um, I was also appointed as the head of marketing for the company. So with all of that, I oversee the global marketing communications and CSR organization. That also includes our ESG work, our analyst relations, um, demand generation, some branding work, business development for governments, uh, social media sponsorships, events across the company. I'm the executive advocate for our, our executive sponsor, excuse me, for our work across the Middle East and Africa as well. So lots of various pieces in the role, but uh, I consider myself a lucky guy. I've got the, I think, the best job in the world. Well, just a couple of uh, responsibilities for them. Then, wow, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Thanks for that introduction. So, Jonathan, as a leader in communication and, uh, you know, uh, corporate affairs, um, can you shed some light on the role of communications and marketing in in particular in relation to uh, driving sales success and, and, and really how does uh, storytelling and conversation skills contribute to building stronger relationships with customers and drive business growth for IBM? You know, the way I think I'd start looking at this is through the lens of demand. Um, And I think there's a a myth inside of a lot of organizations that one team or one function owns demand. Um, And in reality, I believe that demand is everyone's business. Um, And as marketing and communications, it's our job to create demand um, and, but there's no end without a beginning in this place, right? So 100% of opportunities start with the IBM brand. But in order to capture the demand, we have to have a close partnership with sales and with our consulting colleagues. 
Um, and in terms of storytelling, I think every brand has a story, but it's not just how you tell the story. It's how you really show the story. I like to think of storytelling and story showing. And I think for B2B companies like IBM, and we sell hardware, we sell software, we sell consulting services um, and, and other pieces, um, marketers and communicators are often tasked with bringing intangible products and capabilities to life. Um, and we're asked to also bring clarity to complex concepts mm. and to do that and to show some value and purpose and break through the noise of a always on content machine um, to connect with our current clients and help prospect for future clients. And I think more than ever today, B2B companies need to be thinking about how we can show our stories rather than simply telling them. Um, we need to bring our audiences, our clients, our customers along on the journey and make it human centric and personal to them um, in our storytelling and story showing and clearly communicate the, the who, the what, the where, the how, and the why of our company and our products and our services. Um, there's so many nuggets in what you have just shared. I know our listeners will really appreciate that. You know, one of the things that we hear a lot from, from our clients and the, the, the clients that we're working with is that they experience sometimes a disconnect between marketing and sales. Is this something you have an opinion on um, uh, specifically that, you know, that 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 disconnect of of how marketing behaves and how sales behaves is that something yeah that you have experienced? It is something I have a really specific opinion on, and I've oh, said it sure. to everybody in my team um, and anybody in the org who will listen. There should be zero daylight between sales and marketing, zero Thank daylight. You. And the head of sales, our chief commercial officer, and I. It, it, we've got a great relationship and we've got a great um, mutual understanding of the business and what we're trying, to, each other are trying to do. And I would say nine times out of 10, if not even more than that, you will not find separation between the two of us. Even if we haven't talked about something before a meeting, if something comes up in a meeting, it mm. is natural. We sort of have a natural extension of, of, um, each other's functions in our space as well. Uh, that's great to hear. Something that a lot of companies are struggling with, uh, for sure. Uh, that that that's great that you have that alignment internally. Uh, let's shift a little bit to uh, the, you know, the digital transformation that's been a real major focus for businesses across a variety of industries. How do you see digital transformation impacting sales ops and its strategies? And what are sort of, you know, the key challenges and opportunities that sales leaders should consider in this process? You know, I think that the, the macro challenges that enterprises are facing today are really unprecedented. Uh, you, whether you're looking at talent gap or inflation rising, uh, economic growth slowing, cybersecurity issues, uh, geopolitical. Um, and the fact that IDC, I think, if, 
if I remember correctly, says 50% of enterprise's future revenue will come from businesses that don't even exist today. So that's a massive transformation. And business leaders really need to be prepared on a variety of fronts to ensure their organizations that they have the resources in place to not only survive, but to thrive in this environment, in this transforming environment and in a bit of an environment of uncertainty. Um, you know, modern day technology investments with AI, hybrid cloud technologies at the core are really driving more productivity, advancement in technology and in businesses, and growth for enterprises around the world. If you look at something like hybrid cloud, which is a place we spend a lot of time focusing, right. hybrid cloud generates two and a half times greater business value than just having a single cloud. On AI, if you look at that, network processes and, and the what's going on with automation, the, the numbers are great. I mean, if you look at it, 54% of enterprises will realize cost savings and efficiencies by deploying AI. And mm. 53% will experience performance improvements and better customer experiences. So the digital transformation is huge and it is changing the way all of us are doing business today and interacting with each other. But we have to keep in mind the technology will define the winners and the future ready organizations and the data driven predictive organizations that have intelligent automation automation that look at risk and mm. are really focusing on that great capability that can come with that around agility around speed and sustainability i think those are the organizations that are going to thrive and excel in this digital transformation right and you mentioned talent gaps my daughter is 18 and uh, she's just uh selecting which direction she's going to go she heard a stat that uh nine out of ten jobs that will be relevant in the next 10 years they don't exist yet uh so it's really interesting that lens through everything you've uh talked about just now it's it's fascinating What's well, that ID? It's that IDC point that I talked about. Fifty percent of revenue will come from yeah. things that don't exist. Right, and it's sort of an exciting. You know, some people may be daunted by it, but uh, I think it's exciting because you can be part of that journey and part of that creation of uh, what's going to happen in the future. Now, talking of AI, can you share some of the insights <clears throat> on on the current state of AI? you know, adoption currently in sales. How, how do you see AI technologies sort of shaping up the future of B2B sales? You know, I think that despite the media narrative around generative AI, many global business leaders are still not 100% sure about the real transformative, transformative, excuse me, power of AI and how to really leverage it. Um, you know, for us at IBM, we launched in 2022 um, the Let's Create campaign, which is our most significant brand initiative in more than a decade. And it really aligns with the vision and the strategy of today's IBM. And we've been able to take that campaign and help differentiate the company 
for an AI business. And a mm. lot of the reason I bring that up is because a lot of what AI is going to the the adoption and the 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 proliferation of AI is going to come through that co-creation. Um, and it would we're trying to bring that to life so people can see use cases and understand how they can scale it. And I think a lot of people are still looking at how do they get started? They understand the basics of what it can do, but they're looking more for use cases today. They're looking for how do they scale it? How do they get started in a new way? Because in many cases, they're starting from scratch. Right, right. What what trends do you envision uh, for the future of AI within marketing, communication, and sales specifically? And for our audience of mostly B2B sales leaders, how should they prepare and adapt to stay competitive in this environment? You know, I think that the latest advancements in AI have really created an amazing wave of awareness and excitement. Mm. Uh, and it's going to bring the full potential is going to come before too long. And I think the way I look at it is this Netscape moment, the 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 chat GPT is doing for AI what Netscape did for the Internet years ago. Right. Um, and AI is in this. It's one of these moments of it's a, the cycle is going right. Um, and I think that as we look at it, it is going to really change the way people approach it. I think the number we just did some studies inside of IBM and 41% of IT, 41% of IT professionals say their company is exploring it. Mm. Well, only 27% say they're really using it. So there's a great opportunity for, as we talked about just a minute ago, to, to help shape that future and to get in at the beginning and understand what's going on. Um, and as adoption comes quicker, I think there's going to be even more insights and more learnings people get, new ways to apply it in, in their business. I think there's so much information right now. Um, a lot of organizations are overwhelmed and unsure how to implement and benefit mm. the AI. Um, and I think it's like many technologies that have had rapid deployment. It can be yeah. hazardous. It, it, it has to be done properly and responsibly right. and ethically. Um, and we've got to make sure that we're all following the rules of the road for however AI is going to be used. But I think that the and deployed across across your business, across your company. But I think that the the concept of AI not permeating itself into various places where the audience of this podcast works is crazy. And I think that the people who use AI is going to be there to augment people and what right. they're doing. And I think that the people who don't use AI, they're going to lose out to people who do use AI and understand how to use it. So one of the key things that people need to do is take some time to get smart and to learn about it and understand how it is going to be used. And it's not just how it's going to be used. It's going to be how you work differently with that AI and with that automation in place. I think there are two distinct things that are very, very important. Right. 
I just did a webinar the other day on how uh, AI will disrupt sales and sales processes and also behavior of salespeople. And a lot of feedback we've received that a lot of different roles within sales, people are basically scared, uh, scared of what's happening. But I think the different, to your point, we really need to embrace the opportunity in this and how can it enhance what we're doing well right now Will there be some roles replaced and some activities? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, and again, I think it's an opportunity for people to get to an elite level and to really see this differently and, and, and see how this automation can help us. I'm going to throw an interesting one in there for especially the sales audience, if I, if I may be cheeky here. Uh, in your opinion, you've, you've seen a lot of successful people out there, right? Yep. What are what are the, the top three things that salespeople need to execute in the future to be elite? I think um, number one is propensity to learn, mm-hmm. right? Continue your learning, continue learning from every opportunity, every interaction you have with your clients, your partners, your colleagues and figure out what's what's that nugget you take away. Two, I think speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think more and more people are looking to move faster and faster. Um, and the ability to, to uh, move quicker and navigate through situations to get things done is going to be really important. Um, learning, speed, I think agility. I think agility is key because we're seeing technology change the landscape fast. And something you might be talking about this week could be out of date next week. And how do you get in front of that and make sure that you're understanding that you're creating solutions or delivering solutions um, that are going to be able to operate no matter the, the, the construct that they're in? So I think those are the three things, learning, speed, agility. Love it. Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more with you. Are you are you up for a quick lightning round? Uh, a couple of personal questions about you and your role? Fire away. All right. How would you describe your leadership style? Uh, I try and be very transparent. I try and be very direct about what I'm looking for and what I'm expecting. Um, And I try and be a servant leader. I try and be there working right alongside everybody else. My uh, success is really the success of the the broader team. That's what the leadership style nowadays needs to be. Fabulous. Um, What are you reading right now? Um... When I'm reading, if it's I, if it's not a work paper, we're in the middle of our planning cycle, so I'm reading all of our plans for next year. Um, I try and unplug and read usually a lot of fiction, thrillers. Um, Daniel Silva has a new book that I just finished over the weekend. Um, I read that every year, so I'm about to pick up my next one. I'm debating what that one is yet. Oh, fabulous. Uh, any podcasts, anything you're listening to right now? The good old Grateful Dead podcast. Oh, that I am a giant fan of the Grateful Dead, and I'm always listening to what they've got, um, what they did, and some background. To me, it wasn't just the music on the stage. It was always the, 
the story around what was going on there, the production, how they got there and what happened. So I love that. Fabulous. Um, finally, how can uh, our listeners find, uh, find you, find out about you? Very easily. I'm on Twitter or X, uh, at Jonathan Adeshek. Um I'm on LinkedIn. And uh, my email is jonathan.adeshek at ibm.com. Very easy to find me. Jonathan, thank you so much uh, for your fabulous insights. I've thoroughly enjoyed uh, getting to know you a little bit and learning from your insights. I know our listeners really appreciate your input. So thank you. Thanks for having me, Harry. It's been a thrill, a, a thrill to be here. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in again. Until the next episode, happy selling and make sure you engage well with your customers, prospects, and everybody else around you. Look after yourself. Thanks.